Three dudes, one movie, 20 years. It's time to go back to the show. I drink your milkshake. I drink it up. Get away from her, you bitch. Boy, that escalated quickly. I have come here to chew bubblegum and kick ass. And here are your hosts, Danny Widener. I just want to tell you both good luck. We're all counting on you. Jonas Stolpe. Come in with the mail. Come in with the mail. Come in with the mail. And Robert Peck. Come on, yeah! Uh, Welcome, everybody, and welcome back to the show. I am one of your hosts, Jonas Stolpe. I am here with Danny Widener and Robert Peck. Uh, welcome back. Here we are. This is the podcast where we look back on movies to see if they still hold up and find that often that's not the case. Yeah, I think we're like, what, seven episodes in or eight now? And 90% of them I don't like. Oh <laughs> <laughs> uh, well, we'll. I guess we're gonna find out about about this week's episode. Don't give it anything away. No spoilers. We're gonna find out. But um, okay, okay. Maybe uh, things will change a little bit on this one. I think. Oh, you're you're hinting at your approval. Thumbs or, up, eh? Or not? It could also not be the case. <laughs> uh, Danny, Robert, how you guys doing? Are you ready to uh, record another incredible podcast? You know it, bud. This is how I always start my intro. Welcome to Marathon. May I help you? Yes. How may I help you? You can start by wiping that fucking dumbass smile off your rosy fucking cheeks. Whoa. What was that from? What? That's planes, trains, and automobiles, right? Yeah. You've never seen... Oh, Jonas, dude, you can't be on the show anymore, bro. Uh, <laughs> Sorry, bro. <laughs> You're out. <laughs> That's like movie 101. Oh, God, I wish that I had been given a heads up that this was the stakes that were tied to this one sound up. Have you seen Uncle Buck? Wait, oh, so, yeah, by the way, Uncle Buck, holy shit, that's an amazing movie. And yes, and that's <laughs> probably one we should add to the list. But wait, is I haven't seen Planes, that, maybe that's a reason we should do it. I haven't seen that movie in so long. Is that, who is the one doing that bit right there? That's, oh, Jonas, Steve Martin. Jesus Martin's. Christ, man. <laughs> I gotta go. Sorry. Yeah, <laughs> Which one's Steve Martin again? <laughs> Steve Martin's was, the big oh, guy. God. <laughs> the arrow to his head and the banjo. <laughs> oh, yeah. I got it. Right. Steve Martin, Blues Brothers. Nailed yeah, it. One of the wild and crazy guys. <laughs> okay. Ackroyd. Got it. Ghostbusters. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> All right, guys. Let's. Uh, we got to move on. All right. Here we go. This week we are doing. Uh, I forget who came up with this one, but I'm glad that uh, they did. Lionheart, the Van Damme classic from 1990, directed by. Sheldon Latich. I don't know if I'm pronouncing that last name correctly. Sorry, Sheldon, if it's not right. But it was his first movie that he ever directed. So there you go. Maybe that's a good. What thing. did he do after that? So here's the deal. For with well, yeah, I looked this up a little bit. So Sheldon T- Latich actually wrote Bloodsport, and oh. that's how Van Damme met him. 
or met him. They, I guess, I don't know about that, but they got to know each other or whatever, knew each other from that. And Sheldon directed a short film that I don't remember the name of now, apparently, but that film was like good enough that when Van Damme was going to do this movie, he went to the studio and said, I want Sheldon to direct the movie. And they agreed. And so that's why he directed the film. And he went on to direct like some other Van Damme stuff that may or may not find its way onto this podcast, but I'm going to guess probably not. Oh, maybe one of them. Double Impact. Oh, boy. Oh, God. Dennis Rodman. No, no, no. Double Impact no. is the, Double no. Impact's the one where Van Damme plays two of himself, which, by the way, I feel like we should definitely do after watching Lionheart. Um, okay. I'm, I'm, I'm done for Van Damme. For a while. <laughs> <laughs> he also directed a movie called Only the Strong, which I kind of remember, but... Mm, oh, fuck. Uh, I love that movie. Is that movie with the banana Capo- Yeah. yeah I think so, yeah. <laughs> okay. He How did you that? remember that song? <laughs> I don't know. I just, that's the only thing I remember about Caboera. Yeah. It's like this, you can't do Caboera unless you're singing that song, which is probably the flaw of Caboera, I guess. No, you can't move up in your belt if you don't know the song. <laughs> right. <laughs> so, all right. Anyways, he directed the film, Lionheart. Here we go. Boom. We're into it, guys. Let's get started with what we remember going in. When do you think it was that you actually saw the film for the first time? And what do you remember about the film going in? So I'm pretty sure I I saw this in the theater opening weekend. Whoa. Impressive. <laughs> I was pretty into Van Damme stuff at, you know, 10 years old. So I remember just action-packed, amazing fighting. Van Damme's a badass. I remember, like, the pool fight was something for some reason I remembered and the just how, like, intense it was with the almost drowning and all that right like that was a, a for some reason i remember the pool fight and then i remember the who's the the end guy attila or something attila, uh, attila yeah. i remember him and 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 actually i remembered him as seven foot five or you know seven like i remember he just was this massive like andre the giant type guy but I think I, you know, remember that incorrectly, but I mean, he was a big dude. He was a big dude, but he wasn't, you know, towering over Van Damme. Um, no, he wasn't. But like, they made you want to think that. Yeah, yeah absolutely, yeah, totally. Yes, I remember the. He's gonna kill you. Don't you know that, Lionheart? <laughs> <laughs> like, <laughs> like I, I remember that vividly. But yeah, not a lot of details other than I. It was cool. It was Van Damme at his finest. Uh, how about you, Danny? First time you saw it, and what what did you remember about it? Well, I remember like the fight scene under the freeway. That's really the only thing I remember, to be honest. And then I remember that in terms of quality, I thought like Bloodsport was obviously number one, and Lionheart was two because I liked mm-hmm. it a lot back then. I thought it yeah. was like yeah, yeah. quality. So, but I didn't remember exactly anything else besides that. I just remember liking it, so I was actually kind of excited to go into this. What about you? I remember thinking it was awesome. I remember, for whatever weird reason, I remember the brother getting burned up in the beginning because it was really disturbing to me. For some reason, that Jesus really upset me. Yeah, like also, yeah. I'm like one of my core fears is like burning is burning to death. I can't explain it, but it is. <laughs> yeah. And so, like, I just remember as a kid being like really like upsetting. And then I remember this dude's going to kill your ass. Don't you know that? I remember that. Yeah. I remember that bit too. I did remember. It's funny. I remember the same stuff. I did remember the pool fight. That's pretty much it. 
But I do. But but actually, to your point, Danny, I re- I think about this movie like a kind of a blood sport style movie. That's how I thought about it and remembered it. That it was like, oh, there's blood sport, and then this is kind of also like blood sport. Yeah, you know, it's funny that you saw a Kickboxer, right? Kickboxer is the one yeah. with the uh, he kicks the trees or something, and his hands glass glass that, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah yeah there you go yeah that's way more blood sport than see i don't see the 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 correlation between blood sport and lionheart i think for me what i remembered was like blood sport plays like a, or the opposite actually street fighter seems like it's based on blood sport this idea don't of like, get me started on oh, your street fighter god's sake this is a year years long feud between us <laughs> <laughs> for those of you who don't know uh Jonas once upon a time back in the day recommended street fighter to me oh, to no. watch and glorified it as cinema quality First of all, no, <laughs> I stand by that statement. Oh shit! Oh God. shit! You have I to watch it. All. I don't at all. I, by the way, we need to definitely do that one because oh, I am no. sure it's garbage. I'm sure I was wrong. I saw but, clips. Oh my god! I was embarrassed for oh everyone involved of that movie. You know what? Before you fucking just went on your tirade, <laughs> which you've clearly been waiting for. I, I actually, have, know- I have for like eight for the entire eight episodes. <laughs> I wanted to bring this up. <laughs> <laughs> and I can tell the reason because I actually meant Street Fighter, the video game. So let me finish my thought. All what? Right? Just nice. Well, no, what I, okay, <laughs> sorry. What I was going to say is, so in my mind, Bloodsport is like this movie that is mostly fights and every fight is like a different fight style and there's a different person from a different country or a different place. So it's very Street Fighter-esque in that oh, you've got all these sure. characters that are sure, fighting, sure. right? Sure. Yeah. And I remembered this movie as being a similar film where like there were many, many fights and each fight was like in a different setting with a different kind of person, with a different kind of style. So it, it to me, fit into a similar kind of like lot of fights, a lot of different styles. Mostly that's the movie. Yeah, all right. So, no, that, that makes sense. Okay. No, I like that. Yeah, because Bloodsport had a lot of different yeah. fighters from different countries. Sure. Okay. Yeah, and like everyone's a little different and the, you know, whatever. So anyhow, maybe right. we should, should we get into the film let's and then it. we'll... Uh, let's go. Okay, let's do it, guys. Here we go. So Lionheart opens up. We got Leon's brother. He gets set on fire. <laughs> so Leon is Van Damme's character. He is a French legionnaire. And we open the film and we meet his brother, whose name I never got and escapes me. And he, I guess, does like whatever. It's a drug deal gone bad. He gets burned up. And then he goes, Leon, Leon. <laughs> and then uh, and then we meet Leon in the desert of Africa. Yeah, Djibouti, right? <laughs> it's funny every time. <laughs> Which I think, do you think they went like, this will be hilarious, say Say it's Djibouti instead of just North Africa. I don't know. Maybe not. I mean, maybe they do have like an outpost. Maybe the Foreign Legion is stationed in Djibouti. I don't know. So never mind. <laughs> no, I mean, I assume anybody, anytime anybody uses the references Djibouti, they think they're assuming half the room is going to snicker. Yeah. <laughs> Did you guys have a problem with the drug deal? Like this whole scene? <laughs> I mean, beyond the fact that it, I don't think, it, I don't even understand what's happening other than the brother like snorted some coke and didn't like it and then got like burned alive. Is that what happened? Yeah. So the drug dealers bring a bag of sugar. It's not, I don't think it's laced with sugar because because his brother goes, he snorts it and he goes, this is just sugar. 
Like, right. why would you bring? Why would you bring like a bag of sugar, knowing full well that you're going to kill them anyway? Because they brought gas cans with them, and not only that, oh, yeah, they're like holding. Dude, them. they're holding right. the gas cans, and his brother's just like <laughs> completely oblivious to that fact. About <laughs> to die horribly. Yeah. Like they just kind of walk up on him, just go, yeah. There you go, <laughs> and, and like, yeah. I why are you going to bring sugar if you're going to kill them anyway? So anyway. well, you don't want to accidentally burn up the drugs, <laughs> but the sugar. I hear no, but I hear what you're saying though. Like, why go through the like theatricality oh, of like, oh. oh, guys, then we'll uh, we'll so we'll like pretend we're still here to do the drug deal, uh, and we'll like make up some fake drugs, and then we'll right. burn it alive and murder this person. Why not just get them out of the car and then do it? Yeah, I don't know. You know, who knows? Because then, know then you wouldn't have known it was a drug deal gone wrong. It would have just been this random uh, killing. God, you poke holes in all my stuff. <laughs> <laughs> this is no fun. He's right, though. Robert, <laughs> Robert is right, though. Robert is, he's, you know, he's thinking about the audience. You know? Yeah. Set that shit up for people. Show not tell or some shit. I don't know. Right. <laughs> I watched like one episode of Aaron Sorkin's Masterclass, so I know what I'm talking about. <laughs> <laughs> what about uh, his brother? The, the makeup involved, dude. He looked like fucking Dark Man and yeah, <laughs> every Jason Voorhees movie ever created, dude. He was so fucking disturbing. That was yeah. I, I did not remember the burning alive scene at all, and then like the hospital scene. So, yeah, it was like, holy shit, man. Dude, and his wife just, like, kind of walks away. You know, that is funny. I did make a note about that. It's weird because they're, like, at the hospital, and the doctor's like, look, we did everything we could. We're sorry. Like, sometimes you just, you know, what it is, what it is. And then, like, the woman comes, and she's like, I don't have any insurance. And then <laughs> rather than, like, then the, the mom, right, the wife just is like, okay, get your things, Nicole. Let's go. Like we're like you have we're on the insurance and yeah, like we don't have the insurance and the doctor said he's probably gonna die. So like and there's no family, just it's a wash. We're getting out of here. Jeopardy's on later. Yeah, like let us know how it goes. And then like <laughs> and leaves. And then he yells Leon a bunch. So, you know. Not a good wife. Not something you want to bring home to the parents. <laughs> no. <laughs> wow, okay, great. Her fucking husband was a drug dealer who burnt, got burned up because of his own thing, and you're all up her ass. Cool. Come on, she walks away, no matter what. No, it's cool. Listen, with this, I think we can all tell how your marriage is. Cool, she bro. never yeah, even cool. like walked in to see how he's doing. <laughs> she never even walked to see how he was doing after he clearly went to the store and got hot pockets, and she wanted them, even though it was ten o'clock at night and the Seven Eleven is closed. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you. Yeah, no problem. All right. Well, uh, this podcast is a half an hour in, and we're in the first four minutes, so we should probably move. <laughs> All right. One one problem I had, or one of, one of the problems, the music was so wrong in pretty much every scene. It seemed. Oh, like. the saxophone in the beginning. Yeah, and like I don't, I don't even know what. It's like it was like Lawrence of Arabia, or it was I don't know some epic old movie from like the forties or something with this weird, like whining violins or saxes or whatever. And it didn't make any sense like ever. <laughs> well, the beginning had that saxophone that started. And the only thing I could think of was cue abrasive lone saxophone. Where's Merton Riggs. <laughs> That's what it seemed like. It seemed like a lethal weapon opening. They're probably around the same time. To be fair though, it's probably around the exact same time. Isn't yeah. Lethal Weapon like 89 or something? This is 90. Like, yeah. 
we're into that that territory. But um, all right. So we meet Leon. He is hammering a post into the ground. And then for the sake of expediency, right, he finds out, he gets the letter. He meet, we, you know, he has a tussle with his general, which is an interesting scene. Do you guys have anything to say about the general on the team? I rewatched some of this, this opening scene this morning, actually. I was like, I, I still was confused. Like, why, why are they so mad at him and like kind of treating him like, a prisoner basically right but i think actually he was like a, a fugitive that his sentence was to serve in the foreign, french foreign legion so i think he actually is kind of a prisoner and that's why they were total assholes to him are you sure i think maybe i i i did some like uh i mean that is a thing that that would happen with the french foreign legion like criminals would flee and join the french foreign legion for like to avoid getting arrested, but then also looking at like, I don't know, Wikipedia or whatever. There was, there was a synopsis I found about Lionheart that said that, you know, in lieu of a prison sentence, he, he joined the French foreign legion to serve his sentence or something. Maybe, maybe there was a scene that was cut that we didn't see. Maybe. So it's interesting. We mentioned this because later in the, because I was confused about that too. And then later when he fights with, I don't know the wife's name, Ellen, whatever. Anyways, when he like comes to her in the hallway and they fight about his history and stuff, yeah, they, me- they reference this like drug deal the- about things going to Amsterdam um, and how Van Damme like took took the fall, uh, right? Took the fall for his brother and like that's why he went to jail. And so I connected that was like okay, that's how he ended up in the French Foreign Legion. Okay, yeah, I was really thrown in the beginning. I was like, dude, it's just a piece of mail. He's like a soldier in your unit, like. Give him his damn mail, man. What the hell's going on? And <laughs> you guys are assholes. <laughs> All right. Leon, uh, you know, the general's an asshole. They're going to put him in the box. Leon fights a very slow fight with the soldiers. With Billy Blank. Did you catch that? No. Oh, wait. One of the guys is Billy Blank. Is that Blank. right? Yeah, really quick. He just, oh, boy. He, he uh, swing kicks him in the face, and it's, it's over pretty quick. Oh, he's one of the soldiers? Yeah, yeah. Before he stabs that guy in the hand? Yeah, that was, Jesus. That was brutal. Like, whoa. Um, by the way, okay, cool. So Billy Blanks is one of those guys. I didn't know that. Yeah, crazy. That's interesting. So he fights Billy Blanks one of, unfortunately, several times when he will defeat a black man. Jeez. <laughs> oh, jeez. I don't know yeah. later. It's a, we have to talk not, about that. This movie is not great racially. Um, but... Uh, then Leon escapes. I'm just going to, unless you guys have anything, like he gets on the boat, he fucking shovels a bunch of coal for a long time and then swims to New York at the end. Mm-hmm. The worst boss of all time. <laughs> <He's> a, <laughs> boat owner. Oh my God. He arrives in New York as like a 1940s sailor. <laughs> right? You're like, wait, what? <laughs> You're talking dog. Those pants. Those pants. Yeah, I was just like, oh, man. Oh, that's true. I did note those pants. So he arrives with the pants, and then we get to Danny's one memory of the movie. He stumbles <laughs> upon an under-the-freeway fight, and we meet Joshua, and we get our first bit of Leon action. At this point, I wrote, so far, every black man in this movie is either homeless, a degenerate, a hustler, a mugger, or terrible at fighting. 
Oh yeah, that's true. I do. I have you saw everything. Yeah. Everyone, all the black guys were betting. The black guy was fighting and losing. Uh, there was homeless. Uh, I mean, it was insane. Like I was like, wow, they really like look, you know, down yeah. on black people. It was crazy. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, yeah. Every like guy, first of all, every black guy loses this fight. Every single and then Yeah. And Even then every single time. John Claude, when they're just fighting other, other like guys <laughs> in the ring and John Claude's watching on the sideline, they lose no matter what. Oh, right. Right. Yeah. Uh, that's right. Sonny, Sonny, by the way, that's the guy with the vest later. Oh, I had boy. to look that up. <laughs> black guy also beats up a black guy for no reason. Like, again, like it doesn't have to be a black guy. It's cool, guys. Like, just have it be someone else. <laughs> <laughs> so he meets joshua who by the way i like a lot uh joshua favorite character in the film i'm sure yeah. that's not a surprise he looked really familiar but i could not figure out uh what what else i've seen him in i don't know maybe tv or i'm, I'm not sure i checked his imdb and he's done like almost jack shit like he did like maybe two other films but like small uh-huh. small roles and the movies weren't well known so I don't okay. know. Maybe it, maybe it was just Lionheart. Maybe I just remembered it from Lionheart. Yeah, maybe. <laughs> no, but I I thought the same thing, Robert, and I did the same thing, Danny. Like I looked him up. I was like, who is this guy? But because like, and I'm not bullshitting. Like I think he's the anchors the entire movie. Like oh, yeah, he's he's the easily the best actor in the movie. Like he's yeah. the most sympathetic. He's the only actual character in the movie that has any like depth whatsoever. And he's also he like acts the shit out of it. He does like he's bringing like way better acting to the movie than anybody else is. If you just rely on Van Damme, we're fucked. <laughs> <So>. <laughs> no emotion at all. Yeah. So his, his name is Harrison. His name is Harrison Page. Okay. That's the actor. And yeah, Danny's right. He's just in, like, it's a shitload of TV. He's like a working actor. He's just on okay. a ton of TV. Whatever, I'm, like an I'm episode. I'm sad he didn't get bigger. Like, yeah, me too. I like think I he actually awesome. does. Yeah, I think he actually does actually really good work in the movie. Like, yeah. Like, really good. All right, so we meet Joshua, blah, 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 and then we get to him meeting Catherine. By the way, most of my notes have her name Catherine until many, many, many times into the film where I discovered that's not her name. But she looks like a Catherine to me. (laughs) (laughs) He meets Catherine, Catherine, and then we get to that fight, the first fight with Sonny Uh and the unfortunately, like, unnamed black guy he fights. And then Leon and Sunny fight. Is this where the girl gets splashed with blood and she <laughs> yeah. licks it up in the most seductive yeah. I wanna yeah. fuck way that possible? Was so weird. <laughs> she like turns to her boyfriend's like, mm-hmm. That's what I'm <laughs> to a motherfucker. Like that was crazy. I don't know, it's disgusting. Yeah, I that that to me I was like, I don't understand. like I don't understand. Like, is she wanna fuck Van Dam or does she wanna fuck her boyfriend? I think She's she wants a- to fuck everyone in the crowd. Everybody. Only only when she's splattered with blood, though, apparently. Only. Oh, God. So unsafe. Jesus. Like, <laughs> this is a highly risky behavior. This is the 90s. Be careful, <laughs> HIV lady. A very risky behavior. Like, you should check, get yourself checked afterwards. Don't do that. It would have been awesome if her boyfriend yeah. just kind of moved over two steps after she did that. <laughs> totally. He's like, don't you? Oh, God. Jesus, Christine. Jesus. I told you to stop doing that. <laughs> so this was the one one punch to the balls fight is that is that what you're talking yeah, about yeah yeah dude okay yeah, wait jean claude steps into the ring or wherever the fuck they were and throws one punch into this guy's groin 
and he's down for the count. And then, and she instantly, she's like, this is it. This is my guy. How do you fucking like justify that in your own head? Like I need to, I need to sign this guy. I need to see him fight more after throwing one punch to the groin. I, I can't, I can't do it. Also. Yeah, no, I agree with you. Like I had a note about like, I'm like, first of all, I wrote like, why is Van Damme a good fighter? Like I couldn't figure that part out. Like, it seems to me like he does the same four moves with everybody. And then also, right, there's so many opportunities to do that ball punch when he doesn't do it later. Like, just do <laughs> yeah. the ball punch. Yeah, that's just It's quite effective. Bread and butter. Let's go for the ball punch. Bread and butter. Yeah. Oh, oh, shit. Oh, oh, what's this? Hello, and welcome back to another episode of What the Fuck Did They Say? Brought to you by Trump's Hair Club for Men. Make your hair great again. Oh, we got a we got a new show to do. Oh, find a sponsor. God, that's great. We find a sponsor to pay for this fucking train wreck. <laughs> uh, all right, Jonas uh, and Robert, you will be facing off once again, and I will be your host. Today's show, uh, you will be trying to figure out which movie Jean Claude does his ah oh no so that's it it. it's fucking very hard i couldn't even figure it out after i did it it's got one day in the studio and they just put it on every movie he's ever done oh totally yeah put uh pull up imdb for me right now both of you if you can oh crap and you're gonna need to know never heard of it never heard of it what is that so let me know when you got it pulled up and we will start Hang on. Oh, God. Hang on. Here we go. Hold on. How do you spell his name again? John. There he is. Wow. And there's so many movies. Jesus Christ. Okay. What year? Are we in the time cop era? Is that what we're doing here? Uh, Around there, yeah. Oh, hey, Street Fighter. Danny, you got to check that fucking thing out. (laughs) (laughs) All right, I'm ready. I'm ready. All right, Robert? Yeah, I got the list up. Okay. What movie is this from? Okay, go ahead, Robert. What do you think? (laughs) I'm going to say that's Death Warrant. Uh, Jonas? I mean, I was going to say Death Warrant also, but um, I, it sounds a lot to me like uh, Kickboxer. Is that your answer? Uh, I mean, yes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, I feel good about Kickboxer. Wrong, wrong, both of you. It's from Cyborg. I'm shocked you did not get that it's from right. what? Cyborg. Cyborg? Huh. I didn't even... It's on you gotta scroll down. You gotta keep scrolling down. Oh, there it is. Okay. Damn it. <laughs> All right, next one. Here we go. I feel like the music is a bit of a is a bit of a of a like tip, but 
<laughs> What's your guess? Ooh, Jesus. Um, I'm gonna guess hard target. Ooh, okay, I was Robert? I was thinking that too, but I'm gonna go ahead and go with sudden death. Ooh, both wrong again. Shit. You guys really don't know your Jean Claude Van Damme's. Ah! Is it, is it last action hero? No. What? Is it? No. Which it's a it? death warrant. Oh come on! <laughs> ah, you're one off, Robert. You always had it. <laughs> All right, next one. If one of you don't get this, then I'm going to turn the whole thing off. Oh. Yes, I know this one. Jonas, come on, bro. Right? Can I start chanting it? That's Bloodsport, baby. That's right. That's when he goes blind, when he gets the shit thrown from his eyes. Ah, when he throws the fucking dust in his eyes. That's right. He's on the mat doing, like, you know, trying to get centered, and he just, like, yells that. Has, like, a little tantrum. (laughs) And And then it's on. So I was looking at his IMDb, and I was going to say friends. But, um, <laughs> and Robert is awarded one point. Yeah! <laughs> Guys, are we sure it's not friends? <laughs> okay. Next right. one. Yeah. This is... <laughs> <laughs> Just fucking pick one. Can I just say something for a second? <laughs> it's not easy. I didn't say it was. This game <laughs> is the most frustrating game I've ever played. You've brought me from being relaxed. I'm so worked up. I'm so in- I'm so tense right now. I'm, I'm frustrated and, and like want to know the answer, but I, there's nothing for me to draw from. Oh God! Can we hear that one once more? Yeah, why not? <laughs> <laughs> hey, Robert's trying at least. He's not frustrated. A lot of explosions. Oh, huh? I know that Anything? one. I know that yes. one. I, I think ahead, that's Robert. sudden death. Jonas? <laughs> <laughs> Hasn't that been Robert's answer every single time? <laughs> that's the second time I said it, but I. Oh, you get their blood sport. That's true. Ah, boy. A lot of explosions. Damn it, I'm wrong? Hmm. You're wrong. Damn it. A lot of explosions. I'm gonna go with Universal Soldier. Ah, good pick, but not right. It's Double Impact. Oh, man. Ah, Rodman. I mean, fuck this game. I gotta tell you. (laughs) (laughs) All right, Jonas, because you picked Friends, (laughs) uh, you were down (laughs) one to zero. Uh, This is the last one. You you can tie on this one.
still going. I didn't edit these at all, by the way. It's still going. Oh my god. I think I know that one, but Jonas, I'll, I'll let you guess first. Defer to Jonas. I know it. I just want to give Jonas. I swear to God. <laughs> if, Robert, if Robert says. If Robert says death line, I'm gonna lose my fucking mind. No. No. <laughs> oh boy. Um, I'm gonna go with friends. <laughs> you fucking idiot. No, uh, I, I think, <laughs> realistically, I think we're in, uh, I think, um, we're in, uh, oh boy, guys, I don't know. I don't know. You've already lost. Just pick one. Pick one. Kick, kickboxer. Damn, I think it is kickboxer. It's kickboxer, yeah, but yeah, yes. wins, because he picked it also. So, Jonas, you've um, lost. Right. How do you feel? Okay. Well... I mean, I feel terrible, guys. I, I, feel I, feel lay great. Down. I feel really good. <laughs> and as Robert says, it appears I've gotten your chemicals up, too. <laughs> <laughs> Amazing. By the way, uh, great game, Danny. Really, really Thank good you. stuff. <laughs> I, don't think, I don't think you're being honest, but thanks. <laughs> I am not. <laughs> All right. Back to the plot. Where were we? All right, uh, so, Jesus, uh, a bunch of, where should we jump to in the plot, guys? Like, Let, you tell I got, me, I got where one. Where are we heading? Go, you, like, guys, you, guys, you guys bring it forward. Uh, the scene where they're getting mugged in the alley, again, <laughs> oh by, black by black people. Yeah, by a um, bunch of black people, yep. Yeah, it's just a random scene to get him to fight a little bit, but oh my God, I lost it <laughs> when the fucking manager tied the phone cord around that one yeah. oh and <laughs> tried to fucking strangle him to death. Oh, dude, I just, I just had to pause it for a I did. It's so funny, though, that you caught that too, Dana. I was like, watch him, like, more black guys that are bad guys to get beat up. Yeah, like, it's, exactly. like, it's so... And I don't think they did it on purpose. Clearly, no, they didn't I don't do it think on they did. But, but it's just one of those things. Like you look at it now, and you're like, Jesus, they would it kill you to throw a fucking like white dude in the mix? Yeah, anybody, Christ Almighty! Anybody. Yeah, Robert, do you have a? Do you want to bring us to another part in the movie? In the movie that you that struck you? Let's see my notes. Um, he wakes up in the is it a hotel, and she's working out in his room. Um, yeah, that epic yeah, workout outfit, like, uh, oh yeah, and then cut to shopping montage. Yeah, I think that was the the. I have a note that this is the first time the music has fit the movie. Like the montage <laughs> for the shopping actually is it worked as far as like okay yeah this scene has that music. The music right before that, um, I wrote down it sounded like. A 90s sitcom like Night Court, like Bull yeah. from Night Court was gonna walk out at some point. Dude. Yeah, it was it all a lot of it sounded like weird sitcom music and old movies, and I don't know. It was it was bizarre. I I love the clothing montage. <laughs> I noted that as well. I also noted that Van Damme has clearly the greatest ass in the history my of the My God, man. Speaking of getting chemicals up. I mean, Jesus. Basically, my wife was not paying attention to this film at all. And then she paid attention for 11 seconds, then went back to her phone afterwards. <laughs> She's like, I gotta go take a shower. <laughs> I know. I gotta, yeah, exactly. I gotta take a, I gotta go take a shower. Don't go upstairs. <laughs> 
yes, I love that. I also wrote during this phase that Catherine, Catherine, whatever her name is, Cynthia, is a sexual predator for sure. <laughs> like she is definitely it's it's upsetting. But also, and this is my other note, and I'm not saying Leon should give in to Cynthia because she's terrifying. But like he is a pretty huge buzzkill, this whole movie, I feel like. <laughs> Joshua's like, hey, have a burger. And he's like, fuck your burger. And he's like, okay, fine. I'm just getting you a burger. Forget it. And then like later, he's like, hey, man, like you want to go to California? And he's like, get out of here. Fuck you, California. And he's like, hey, I'm just trying to take you to California, whatever. And they get to California and he's like, hey, what's going on, Leon? And he's like, fuck you, after he leaves the hospital. Like, he well, basically is like not interested in fly in his ear the entire time. Like, he was walking down so many streets trying to get away from him. And he, <laughs> <laughs> hey, where are you going, bro? Like, come back here. We got a fight to do. Come on, gotta make some money. That is true. That is true. Oh, wait, I have a fact for that. I looked this up. So, Harrison, the actor, he based the character on his dad, oh. which, uh, which apparently the gold tooth is a nod to his own dad. And the way he talks is a nod to his own dad, which is interesting because when I was watching it, I was thinking to myself, I'm like, why does Harrison talk? Like, why does like Joshua talk? And he's from like the seventies. Uh-huh. And apparently it's because like, and also most of his dialogue is um, improvised. Oh yeah. Totally. The, the director was like, go for it, man. Like, wow, really? Once they've nailed, yeah. Like they were like, once you've like nailed the character, like <clears throat> run with it. I mean, I yeah. Anyways, so he is like a fly in his ear. It's a little obnoxious. What happened to the plot? Did you, did you guys notice that? Like, he went from from fighting to get back to L.A. to see his brother, right? To see him before he died, and then he wound up getting to L.A. and then fighting to open up a bank account. <laughs> <laughs> there was nothing else but besides. So once his brother died, he's like, "Ah, shit! Like, I'm in L.A. What do I do?" Better, better open up a bank account. <laughs> oh, take care of the oh, family. My God, that is... No, but you're right. There's like no. It's very like I got to get to the thing, and then ten minutes later he gets to the thing, and they're like, "All right, I guess we got to give him another thing to get to." It's so mundane and everyday. Also, like Catherine's like Catherine. I keep calling her Catherine. Whatever her name is Cynthia is like such an asshole about it. He's like, I want to open a bank account. And she's like, ugh. And he's like, I want to move out of this hotel. And she's like, ugh. <laughs> like, by the way, she's like always laying around drinking wine at like 10 in the morning. Also. <laughs> she's, a <mess. laughs> she's a mess. And then, by the way, now we're a halfway into the film and we get to our first new fight. Mr. Scottish Killed Guy. On the, is that the racquetball is the cars in a circle which by the way I super I'm all about this fight I'm into it yeah I like this whole bit this was one of the better fights I think like it it lasted a while you know yeah the cars around it added a little excitement it was it was a bit it was the best fight to that point for sure did you hear the guy um get upset when <laughs> when Van Damme uh, fell on his car and broke the windshield. Dude, he complained the entire fight. He's like, oh, man, my fucking car. Yeah, like, car. I'm like, bro, <laughs> circle to form a ring. What do you expect to happen? <laughs> <laughs> That's true, right? Like, what did you expect, bro? Come on. I lo- But I, I like the, uh, I like the kilt. I like the window smashing stuff. I like the use of the end. It's good. It's like good stuff. It's kind of what I wish some of the other fights were like they're using the cars. They got the antenna. He's trying to strangle him with the antenna. 
it's like I was into it. I like this. Good stuff. Scottish fight. Thumbs up from Jonas. Yeah, no, that was awesome. Yeah. Um, I didn't like the racquetball. I, I, I'm sorry. I just they couldn't come up with any other location than a racquetball court. I liked the idea of a racquetball court because it's like glass walls and balcony up above and a good spot to watch like a pit fight, basically. Right. But it was definitely the fight itself was kind of like this guy just putting his hands up and going like raw and then waiting to get kicked in the chest. Right. Like, yeah, his style was a little difficult to to nail down that guy. I think he just wanted to throw someone through the biggest pane of glass they could find. And yeah, absolutely. <laughs> I, I mean, I did like that part. Yeah. I liked the part where there was such a thing. I was hoping they'd uh, find a bocce ball, bocce ball court and fucking fight there. <laughs> <laughs> Tennis court, then bocce ball court, then it's like a, horse, a horseshoe court. It's more of a sports court. <laughs> a bowling lane. <laughs> oh, oh, shit. Bowling lane would be great Wait, while bowling balls are going by. Yeah, that would be awesome. Oh, that would be awesome, actually. Missed opportunity. Uh, missed opportunity. Great job, movie. Way to fucking drop the ball. Okay, and then we I'm just going to jump to the fights because, like, whatever. Then we get to the pool fight, which also I'm a fan of. I like the pool fight. That was a great fight, yeah. It seemed like it went it went so quick. Like, again, I I remember this as, like, one of the, the best fights in the movie, right? This was my memory. And then it happened, and it was kind of like a minute of fighting, and it was over. I think I like the idea more than the actual fight. Yeah. Yeah, I agree, I agree with that. that like the use of water and the... Like so many Speedos. Um, and then oh, yeah. for some reason they're in these little like wrestling singlets. And then tar- and then like tar- the Tarzan fighter, that's what I call him because he like appears like in a bush and there's like wind. <laughs> and he's like... Yeah, well, he I, he was also doing like some version of like banana way, like the, like I feel like maybe he might have been that because he is he does sort of like some kind of that stuff, and I think they all are sort of kind of meant to sort of at least be different fight styles. It feels like right, yeah, definitely. I like the use of the water element. I think that's cool. I think the film missed an opportunity for an obligatory boob shot. Clearly. Oh yeah, I mean, obligatory topless shot like in all the '80s and '90s films. Like I was, ex- <laughs> I was waiting for that. That did not happen. Yeah. Got his ass. Um, I mean, that was pretty much. Oh, that is true. My God, that ass. And that worked for Jesus. both sexes. Everyone was, impo- everyone was impressed. Oh, are you kidding me with that thing? Holy shit! So anyway, <laughs> all right, <laughs> we got to move on. We have like two minutes or so. Oh, yeah. Man. Okay. Right. Okay. So then I have a note here. Oh, her name is Cynthia. This is when I discovered her name was Cynthia. By the way. Then let's just get to Attila. Attila is, uh, you know, introduced, and then we get to the fight. Wait, wait. And, before that, we oh, see a video of Attila in action against somebody else, and he straight picks up a dude by both of his legs and wishbones his crotch down. Yeah, the that's right. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I fucking die, dude. That's hilarious. That is true. I was thinking as I was watching that video and they're like, he's a killer or whatever. Like he toys with his victims. By the way, they mentioned that like nine times. And I was like, I, it's unclear to me exactly what makes Attila so difficult to defeat or like so good at fighting. He seems to just like get punched a lot and then a lot of abuse, I yeah. guess wishbone someone's legs. You know what I mean? Yeah, they try and like point out that he likes to get his ass kicked. And then when the time is right, he, you know, he 
comes back and starts punching and defeating. Like, like he wears his opponent out or something like that. And then, Wait, Dan, do you, do you, or would you describe it as him toying with uh, the other fighters? Oh yeah, totally. Wait, he I, toys I, with them. It's a joke. <laughs> the joke is they say like nine times that he oh. toys with them. <laughs> oh, that's right. Yeah, yeah. It doesn't matter. Oh, wait, I do have one thing I want to ask you guys about. How about when this far into the film, Leon wants to maybe bring Cynthia with him away from the from the fight world? Did you guys get in? There's a scene before the fight starts where Joshua and Leon are talking. And Leon's like, I want to win this money and take you away from this and take Ellen and Nicole, Ellen, whatever, even Cynthia. Wait, really? How would that work? Yeah, I didn't, how is that going to work? I completely missed that entirely. He says that. He says that. That's insane. Like, what is, why, is it, why, does he not, I, it seems he doesn't understand what Cynthia's role in any of this is. <laughs> <laughs> wow. Like, Joshua gets, Joshua gets pissed afterwards, and he's like, Cynthia, man, what are you, crazy? Like, you got to, whatever, you got too big of a heart, like Lionheart. Like, agreed, Joshua. Why on earth would Cynthia need to be taken away from the? Oh, Leon, my God, he might be—he might have taken too many hits to the head. More happened with those two than we saw. Cynthia? Yeah, agreed. Oh, like you think there was like something going on? You know, like sexual? Yeah. I mean, maybe. Yeah, it seems like maybe that's something. You know, in order to say that, you gotta. Assume, yeah. Uh, you're right. There's maybe there's like a deleted scene or something. It's probably yeah, true. You're probably totally right about that. Because remember, she also questioned Joshua about the sister-in-law. Um, like, who is she when yeah. she cashed the like fake insurance check or whatever? Right? Who is she? Are they fucking? Like, she was super jealous. Oh, oh, right. So yeah, maybe, that's true. Maybe there was some plot line that got kind of cut out for time. We didn't see their whole relationship blossoming probably they were like this plot is already so dense with with stuff we can't have more of it yeah it's already so complex it's basically inception we've got to pull some stuff out dude actually when they (laughs) after the shopping i think it cuts to them at a restaurant for like one line and he just goes like why are you so good to me and then it just cuts away I remember. Oh right, when they're like on the they're like on the roof or something. Yeah, I was like, that was a really weird, quick scene. I wonder if that was like a long, drawn out scene, and they just said, just cut to the chase, show that they're holding hands, and he's starting to warm up to her. Done. I'll bet you guys are right. There was probably some like thing. Yeah. Okay, guys. The final fight. And that's. Oh, you want to keep going? No, no. We're we're at the final fight here. So, what are the notes about the final fight? Like I already said, I, I. I remember Attila being a lot bigger than he actually was, like taller anyway. And I I don't feel like there was enough build up to have like a lot of investment in this final fight. I don't know. Am I wrong on that? Or do you guys feel like was he built up as, as this villain enough to where it was like, oh my God, this is crazy. Like Yeah, you saw Attila like twenty minutes before the final fight so right. like you didn't really give a shit about him exactly and not only that but like he didn't do anything yeah. he was just he was just a big fat ass and threw a couple punches and then you know, it just wasn't exciting you know i'd rather yeah. have a, ca- a guy doing capoeira than that guy <laughs> yeah i think i agree with you guys like i think he it would have been helpful if he'd like shown up a few more times in the movie kind of like uh actually exactly like bloodsport 
I forget the bad guy's name in that movie, but like throughout that the course of that tournament, we see him yeah. like continue to like be a, a killer. Yeah, like they right. do it right in that movie, right? Like Van Damme watches him kill somebody and like it gets worse and worse. This is very much like, oh, who's this Attila guy? Oh, 10 minutes later, we're fighting him and then the movie ends. Yeah, yeah. totally. And I agree. I, I remember him being much bigger and I and I it was surprised that like, he, I mean, again, he has like no fighting style. His style is just to like get punched a lot. And then I guess at the end, punch somebody to death or split their legs in half. Right. Yeah, like what I, what I wrote was Lionheart gets punched 50 times in the face. And I mean, that's <laughs> fucking boring to watch. So I'm going to disagree with this. And I actually, now, while I agree, Attila could have been bigger and his fight sucks, I was. I maybe it was a nostalgia, but I like was mo- I was into this. I got emotionally moved by this last fight. When he was getting he was getting punched. So, he was getting like punched so much, and I was like, "Oh man, poor Van Dam!" Like he's getting his ass kicked, and then they're on the ground with Harrison and him, Joshua and him, or like the, emotionally, you're you're feeding off of off of uh, Joshua in in his reaction and him cheering. Mm cheering on Lionheart. It's not really Attila's doing anything great. Right. Yeah, you're right. The Attila, Attila, you're right. From a fight movie standpoint, it's not an exciting fight. Yeah. yeah, when he does, he punches him in the rib and notices that that he, like, you know, flinches really hard because that's rib, he had a cracked rib, right? Is that right? From, yeah, yeah, yeah. And, yeah. And at that point, because I didn't really remember details of this fight, and so I was a little bit like, oh, no. Oh no, he knows his weakness, and he because he acknowledges it and kind of wags his finger at him like, oh, yeah, no, yeah, found yeah. it, buddy. But then nothing yeah. else happens, and he's just like, yeah. yeah, it does hurt, but go ahead, keep hitting me there. I don't care. Like, <laughs> it's like, no, actually, that's a really good that's a really good point, Robert, because that is a good moment in the fight. It scene. is. This yeah. kind of speaks to like what makes fight scenes good, right? Like, uh-huh. it was a good moment of like, there's the fight is telling a story about what's going on with the two characters. And then you're right. They don't follow that up with anything. He just keeps like punching him in the legs and the face and the hands after that. Like it doesn't, he doesn't work that angle. And it also doesn't ultimately weaken Van Damme at all. Like he doesn't have to overcome it at any point. Right. Which that they definitely, I think, missed an opportunity there. It it like started to get kind of interesting. And then it just became a normal fight. Yeah. 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 I, I, having said that, uh, all the stuff on the ground with, the bets on Attila, like that fucking got, I gotta say guys, yeah. it like got me and like wrong bet and him yelling Lionheart and like all that stuff, dude, I, I was into it. And then when everyone starts clapping, I, I felt myself like I was moved. I was like, yeah, baby. Yes. I'm into it. And the music swells and Van Damme is kind of like punch punching. And also kind of at the end, maybe kind of crying a little bit. Cause he's like, yeah. It was all good. I liked, I mean, I liked all that stuff. I got to say, or, or it got me. All that stuff got me. I actually thought Van Damme was doing some pretty interesting stuff in terms of like, yeah. he's intense and angry, but also like, there's a look he kind of gives about the whole thing, which is sort of like, I don't feel great about what's happening here. And I'm just doing this because I have to, and it gets the better, better of me sometimes. But like, I don't know, maybe I'm reading too much into no. it. I, I like all of it. I agree. His eyes, like when he was holding him, standing over him, like to, you know, deliver the final punch or threatening basically to like, you know, just knock him out and covered in blood and his eyes are wide and kind of like scared and angry and everything. Like that that was actually he was like, whoa, dude, he's he's kind of killing this right now. <laughs> 
yet Joshua steals the entire scene again. Oh my God. When Joshua and him hug, I almost cried. I swear to God. I almost cried because of Joshua. I'm serious. Like, yeah. because Joshua was killing it. I was like, I was moved by that. I don't think you almost cried. I did. No. I didn't almost cried. I got a little yeah, emotional. I was like, oh boy, this is If like, we watch this, Mannequin, are you going to cry at that too? Oh man. Come well, on, what part? I mean, which part are we talking <laughs> You asshole. <laughs> 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 All right, skip ahead. He defeats Attila and he, he goes back to the Attila. house. Yep, he goes back to the house. Joshua Shows up a fucking he... bloody mess to give the five-year-old a hug. Yeah. Brilliant idea. It's not traumatizing at all. Yeah. <laughs> give me yeah, a kiss. She's going to be working away through that shit for years. <laughs> Are you in a car and accident? Then... <laughs> <laughs> and then, right. And then, and then Joshua and Ellen and Nicole are going to live happily ever. Oh, never mind. Leon comes back. <laughs> Taglines. I got no taglines. Robert and Jonas, you have taglines, I heard. I do. Robert, do you want to start or you want me to go first? I don't care. I can go. So I have a I have like a kind of a, a synopsis slash, you know, ending with tagline. But uh, when a fugitive flees the French Foreign Legion, he finds himself stuck in a 1940s tenement housing in New York. <laughs> <laughs> to fight his way back to the '90s Los Angeles, wait, back to 1990s Los Angeles to save his family and restore his reputation. Lionheart, <laughs> fists to the future. <laughs> <laughs> I like that. That's pretty good. And accurate oh, as hell. Hilarious. Accurate as hell. That's great. All right, Jonas, you're up. So I didn't so much do synopses. I did like stuff that should be on the poster, right? So I have I have three that I came up with. One of them is get ready for a lion heart attack. <laughs> Very nice. And then I have Lionheart is about to perform a triple bipe ass kicking. <laughs> I think you guys are gonna notice a theme here. Yeah. And then my last one is nothing can stop the heart. Except high cholesterol, diet, coronary artery disease, type 2 diabetes, or hypertension. <laughs> uh, that's a bigger one. <laughs> so, anyways, I feel like the film would have done better with any one of those, but, you know, whatever. <laughs> oh, shit. All right. Anyways, that's it, guys. Do we have anything else we want to add about line? Oh, does it hold up? We should do the, the like, what do you guys think? You've watched it again. Uh, does this movie hold up to what you originally thought or how you remember thinking about it? Uh, let's have it. Danny, what's your verdict? Yeah, it was, yeah, there wasn't enough stuff for me to poke and prod at for me to dislike it. Yeah, I liked it. I'm not going to shit on this one. So that's my review. There you go. Nice. Robert? Yeah, I, I'm okay with it. I mean, I don't think it's fantastic, but for what it is, you know, it's it's entertaining some fun fight scenes and uh, I don't know if I'd watch it again right now. Like it might need to be, you know, quite a break. 30 years. Viewings, <laughs> but uh, another 20 years, another 20 years. But if you hadn't seen it, you know, looking for kind of just a, a fun action movie thing, like I'd, I'd maybe say, give it a shot. All right. Be honest. 
Yeah, I liked it. I would say like, you know, the kid in me who want who remembers the movie being like not wall to wall fighting was probably like a little, oh shit, this isn't as much fighting as I thought. But overall now watching it, the age I am like, dude, I, I was into it. I think it's pretty good. I think like he does pretty good work. I didn't get super bored. Like, yeah. I, for me, like I can't think of very many Van Damme movies that I genuinely like. And this is one of them for sure. Having revisited now. Yeah. Right, cool. All right. Well, the last thing I have is this. If they made a sequel. There is no sequel to Lionheart until now. Jonas, are you ready? Oh, I'm ready, baby. Okay, here we go. This is your Uncle Leon. Your daddy's brother. After marrying his brother's wife and raising his niece as his own daughter, Lionheart has everything he's ever wanted. A family, love, and the head coaching position to Nicole's Tiny Tots soccer team, <laughs> the Swing Kicks. Ready to protect? Yeah! I'm okay. However, after Nicole is bullied by her teammates for having the dumbest haircut known to man, Lionheart makes the difficult decision to trade in his spandex for pigtails. Now posing as a five-year-old girl, Lionheart <laughs> must take the swing kicks to the championship game, all the while reminding Nicole's bullies what it feels like to get kicked in the ear hole. watch that movie that's like lionheart <laughs> meets ladybugs is that what's yeah, totally. <laughs> oh my god you never missed the opportunity with lion bugs that's lion. what you call lion bugs fuck damn it <laughs> god i'm doing it over i'll fix it post <laughs> robert i need a voiceover okay send me the script <laughs> Everything. All right, guys. Well, listen, this was another glorious episode. A pleasure as always. Uh, listen, who knows what we'll come up with next week, but uh, when we do, uh, hopefully everyone will be here listening. You guys have anything you want to say we sign off? Thanks, no, everybody. Good. Yeah, thanks for listening, everybody. We appreciate it. Really appreciate it. It's a pleasure as always. Guys, we'll see you on the flip side. All right. Bye. See you guys.